Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Failing Better, the self-improvement comedy podcast with me, Johnny Pallum. And me, Sean McLaughlin. And together we are... Failing better. better. Nice soft landing on that failing better. You rolled your R's very beautifully, I thought, Sean. So well Did done I? to you. Yeah, it was very impressive. Oh, thank you very much. It's the nicest thing you said to me all day. Um, well, we've only just began speaking, haven't we? <laughs> well, I always think it's important to keep a running tally on the nicest thing you've said to me. That's that it. was the, that was the can, nicest thing you've said to me today. We can do that throughout the pod. Every time I say something nice, you go, "That's the nicest thing." Yes, yes. And if you have any friends at home, uh, you can also join in, listeners. At yes. the beginning of the day, say to your spouse, tell me the nicest thing you say, and yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? I don't know. It's been a long oh, How you been? How you been, Johnny? I've been well. Uh, Jubilee weekend this weekend. Did you do anything fun for it? Well, when the time the listeners are listening to this, it's the Jubilee weekend was two weeks ago. Oh, yes. Is that right? It um, is, yeah, 10 days ago. I did a fair whack, but none of it was strictly Jubilee related. But what did you yet, do? But yesterday, I was walking through the park and I walked back and it was raining and I walked up my street and there was a tiny garden party at the top of my street and some woman I'd never met in my life carrying an enormous thing of cupcakes just went up to me and went, do you want a cake? Do you want a cake? And I went, um, uh, is that genuine? She went, yeah. And then I took a few of her cakes. Do you think she was expecting more people? She was surprised by how poor the... And they were saying giving a cake to any Tom, Dick and Abby walked past. No, I think um, there were... It seemed like there were a few people down there. I mean, I wasn't invited because it was like a cul-de-sac one. Yeah. And I don't think... I, you know, where I am, it's, you know, where the, where the kind of look cool, uh, you know, cool art artists live. You're the terrorist house crew. <laughs> you're not the, you're a cul-de-sac dweeb. Yeah, yeah, we're the terrorist house. We're the... Um, yeah, I mean, we had our own garden party, let's put it that way. <laughs> we want some of the friggin' cupcakes. Um, the cupcake was dog shit, actually. She gave me two cupcakes. I thought, oh, they're homemade Jubilee cupcakes, and they were freaking rank. It's hard to make a shit cupcake, too. That's almost I, impressive. I think, right, I'm just going to say it. I think posh people don't know anything about cakes. Oh. It was dry ass. It had just whipped cream. Can I just uh, never say dry ass again? <laughs> it was dry. This was a dry ass cake. I went around her house immediately. I went, this is a dry ass cupcake. When you said dry ass, I had a mental image of your dry ass. And it's one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. God, I would give anything for a dry ass after eating these cupcakes. Let me tell you, I don't know what she stacked them with. <laughs> so what did you do? What did you do with yours? 
Nothing really. Um, Sophie, my partner, who's more successful than me, uh, released a book uh, for, um, well, she, uh, exec producing project, it's basically a charity book for people who grew up in care. It's written by care leavers, uh, and that book came out on Saturday. So there was a little, um, like, uh, ceremony at Waterside Art Centre in Manchester, and it was very lovely. What a charming thing. What is the book called? It's called uh, Tales of the Bold the <laughs> of course he doesn't know what it's called of what? course what listeners that? how could you expect anything else it's called tales of the brave the beautiful and the bold no way and, yes and it was beautiful brave but it wasn't that bold <laughs> <laughs> okay well two out of three ain't bad i think you know i mean we we call ourselves a self-help podcast for losers uh, and I would say it was zero out of three. Yeah, me too. Because it be it's called. not about us. It's not helpful. The people listening to this are winners. Yeah, though after after they listen to us, they're winners though because we've helped them so much. Yes, I guess that's true. Um, that sounds like a lovely book. I'm writing a book, you know, at the moment. What's your book about? Um, I haven't really decided what it's about, but I've got a great title. I, I think that's a good sign not to quite know what your book's about. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. It's just it's just tapping tapping. Um, Tapping the old uh, buttons on the on the on the laptop, isn't it? And just hoping something happens. Are you hoping? You know, they say infinite number of monkeys would eventually create Shakespeare. Are you hoping that you are the, the lucky monkey? <laughs> you've I, got think no idea I think that <laughs> might no be idea the name. what you're doing, that... but you're just if you're the lucky monkey, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I think that's the name of the book, the lucky <laughs> monkey, and then it's just King Lear. <laughs> oh, the lucky monkey by Sean McLaughlin. What? <laughs> this is just King Lear. Um, so what's what, have you got a title for the book? Um, I might, I, I yeah, I'm, it's either going to be called the Lucky Monkey. That has yeah. really opened yeah. my eyes, actually. Yeah. I might call it uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, I like it. I'm th- mm. I'm writing a book at the moment called How to Murder Your Podcast Partner and Get Away with It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, and what's um, that about? It's sort of not fully defined yet. What what it's about. Feeling it's it just, out, aren't you? Yeah, Feeling yeah. There's a few sort of plans being concocted, but nothing, nothing certain yet. Okay. Well, that sounds great. I can't wait to read it. Um, uh, anything else? Any other? Any other jubilee things? I'm in a lot of pain in my uh, neck at the minute, Johnny. I went to a concert last Thursday. <laughs> and uh, is You've that got funny, to when you go to a concert and then five days later you're in pain? I've been to two concerts in a in a week. That's exciting. What? Who are the people in the concerts? Uh, well, I went to uh, uh, a festival with, oh. and this is a spoiler alert, listeners, or a sort of, you know, pre- preview. Perhaps our guest today was made, made an appearance at that festival at some point. Oh, my God. Was it, me is it Prince? A... Is Prince dead? <laughs> oh, shit. It is Prince. <laughs> he's not dead. And he's making his comeback here on the pod. <laughs> Finally. Woohoo! Um no, uh, I went to see a uh, hip-hop duo run the jewels at the Brixton Academy. I had a lot of fun, a lot of head head nodding. <laughs> you nodded your way to neck it. I was nodding my way, nodding my way through it. Uh, occasionally doing some rapping along. That's very middle-aged. I'd have liked to have seen you at run the jewels. Do you not, were you rapping along? Yeah, I was a bit. What was um, the demographic? Was it mainly sort of middle-aged white people or was it more like... How much respect? Well, first do you of all, I these... wouldn't say I'm I'm a middle aged white person. Would you? Well, how old are you? Thirty five. Thirty four. Thirty four. That's middle aged, surely. No, it What's middle aged to you then? Middle aged is like forty. Oh wow, you're miles away then. <laughs> Isn't it? 
Well, like, isn't it like 40 to 60 or something? Isn't that viewed as middle age? 60's well, not middle age, is it? Six, 60 can't be middle age. I've never I think, met anyone think, 120 years of age. I think it, I, I think age this is a construct. You know, a 50-year-old... Exactly what, exactly what middle-aged people say. Every, every middle-aged person thinks that age is a construct. Age is just a number. Also, I'm buying a Ferrari and I'm leaving you for a younger lady. <laughs> Um, that, so, and you enjoyed that? Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I think it, I, I think it might have uh, effed up the old neck. Um, but I'll be fine. I'll live. I'll live, Johnny. Especially if I've got you and I've got the listeners. So thank you all, listeners, and thank you, Johnny. No worries. We talked a lot about doing a Patreon in the last episode. That is still ongoing. Discussions are quite tense at the moment, uh, but we're coping. We'll we'll be able to get something sorted out for you asap. Yeah, we're trying to negotiate the deal yeah. to get the Patreon off the ground. It is a tense negotiation, not between ourselves, but between us and, and the people at Patreon who are saying things like, we don't want you and your shitty brand anywhere near us. Mm. We think you're going to drag down the average. And um, I just keep saying, we need a few more zeros on that check, please. And they yeah, keep yeah, saying, yeah. what check? This isn't how this works. Yeah, please we stop keep, calling us. <laughs> we keep saying stuff like, you have to speculate to accumulate. And they go, that doesn't mean anything in this context. Please get out of our office. But we won't leave, will we, Sean? We won't leave until you guys have a Patreon. Because we are committed <laughs> to making this work. We are committed! <laughs> um, but we they have can been call ha- the police, they can call my parents as much as they want. But we are not <laughs> going to get out of their offices. Until we have a Patreon. As I said to my dad, stop undermining me, Dad. We're gonna get we're gonna get what we need. That would be one of the lamest calls. Imagine that. How old is your dad? He's seventy one. Seventy one year old man in, 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 in the sort of sort of thralls of middle age life. And he's <laughs> he's got a phone call from the Metropolitan Police. Because his son, a 30-year-old podcaster, is not letting, getting out of the uh, Patreon offices. What do you think his first question would be? Let's, let's do an act out, and then oh, we'll get into the episode. Are right? you my dad? A frightening thought. I think you're your dad. An even more frightening thought Ooh, on a philosophical level. Yeah. And I'll be the police. Have I done to my mum? <laughs> anyway, that's too okay. cool. Well, yeah, as, um, as, always, as always, you've taken it down the worst avenue it could have been taken down. That's All my right. forte. So, Sean. Who's Sean? Oh, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm the, like, ring, ring. I'm calling you. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi. Is this uh, Johnny Pelham's dad? Well, that's not normally what I'm referred to, but I suppose it's true. Okay. Would I be able to call you uh, Mr. Johnny Pelham's dad? No, you would not. Would I be able to call you Senor Pelham? No, you'd be able to call me Duke Wellington. <laughs> Duke Wellington. <laughs> Like yes, the Luke. wait, is it, so? You, are you named after the jazz player Duke Wellington? No, no, he's named after me. Incidentally, like, how old? How old are you, sir? I am seventy-one. <laughs> Seems very unlikely that Duke Wellington is less than seventy-one, <laughs> or indeed that even if he was sixty-five, that by the age of six you would have achieved so much in your life that he was named after you. I, I find that very surreal. You don't need uh, to know my backstory. You just need to say whatever you're here to say. <laughs> All right. I actually, what, what I had to say was was not ideal, but actually, it was far less interesting than the way this conversation has already gone. You're saying that Duke Wellington, uh, well, 
Duke Ellington is who who I've been thinking of. So I suppose in many ways maybe I should get over what I'm trying to say. And yeah, and also I'm thinking of the the Duke Wellington who fought Napoleon in the Battle of Waterloo. You're thinking of the Duke of Wellington. Yeah, Duke Wellington. His name is not Duke Wellington. He's, but that's my father's name was inspired by, and that's why he's called Duke Wellington now. So the Duke of Wellington <laughs> was named after you, no, after no, your no. father. No, no, my. <laughs> This feels shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wellington, um, the reason I've called is your son is locking himself in the Patreon offices and he won't get out. That sounds like my son. Tenacity is the core of the Pelham brand <laughs> and the Wellington brand. The Wellington Pelling Well, tenacity may be the core of it, but he's also made a dirty protest all over the photocopier and he's upset a lot of the children present. Well, tenacity and shitting themselves, that's what we believe in. And okay, so you're not gonna that. you're not gonna you're not gonna have a word I've, with him again about I've never been proud of my boy. Okay, well he's hear gonna me, be arrested. He's gonna be arrested, he's gonna be tried. Good. You can't lock <laughs> us up. We'll shit everywhere. <laughs> well, listeners, um there you have it. So do uh, do keep the five star reviews coming in. By the way, really appreciate, really appreciate them. Every time you uh, give us a five star review, a wish comes true for someone in a developing country. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to open that particular Pandora's box. Um, so uh, sorry, I just received an email that I genuinely received just some terrible news on email. Um, what what what? That was just to do with a gig that. It's, it's going it. ahead. It's going ahead. <laughs> it's a gig that's going ahead, unfortunately. Um, no, but genuinely, thank you. We have had a lot of emails, a lot of ratings, and we thank you. Should we? We'll say at this point we uh, have already recorded the, uh, the the main chunk of this section, which has a guest in it, and it overran slightly because we're having too much fun. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, and so there's going to be no mail and fail bag this week. But if you stack them up. Um, and keep sending them we'll make sure we do that next week how does that sound Mr Sean sounds very good do you want to give them the email address for them to email to yes I do it is <laughs> how have you forgotten this failingbetterpod at gmail.com it is failingbetterpod yes, at gmail.com I added a bit of tension there but I, I knew all along really a very tense moment yeah uh, like an M. Night Shyamalan film wasn't it it certainly was. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> I know he's a famous... Is he a director, writer, or is this man? Yeah, he's both. He Whoa. did The Sixth Sense and Signs. Oh, well, i tell you what. Uh, I was going to save this till the end, but... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no, where could this possibly be going? I was going to... I was going to... We have... We are very big in the Czech community. I'd go as far to say that. Czech families are talking about us where on their version of Newsnight is just uh, clips of our shows. Mm-hmm. Because we're quite big in Czech public, I wanted to end the podcast by saying, Czech, mate. And I was going to say that, but then I hadn't given the context. And because we've already filmed, this is such a long... You said this, you've already explained this in the second section, so you were yeah. hoping to say it now. Yeah. But what I, might, I might just say it's Czech, It's really mate. interesting, actually, because it's almost like a time travel thing because we're doing the second bit first. And so it's almost like people have to go back to the beginning of the episode and find out what you're talking about. O-M-F-G. So what, you want to say checkmate? 
Yeah, that's really what I'm saying. But you want to say checkmate if we're talking about the Czech Republic, but you brought up the Czech Republic. Because I was going to say checkmate to you saying I didn't know who uh, that uh, writer was, but then but I he's, thought that- he's not Czech. I know, but we're we're Czech now. I've got a che- I've got I'm half Czech. I've changed my passport. All right. Well, shall I we're- just try and bring up the Czech Republic in a in a conversation, and then we'll talk with our fabulous guest Harriet Kemsley, who's here talking business. That sounds checkmate to me. Does that work? Johnny, I swear to God, man, you're going to be the fucking death of this. Yeah, it sounds checkmate to me too. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So welcome back, everyone. Uh, The main section, uh, section two. We are still here, and we are joined by our first guest in a while. Now, obviously, this is a business special, so we've brought in the greatest business person that we, that we know, right, Johnny? We certainly, uh, we've, we've, we, she's been on Dragon's Den before. <laughs> she's been on Dragon's Den. She's been on the Great British Bake Off. All and the she's... big business shows. It's Harriet Kemsley. Hello. Hello, Harriet. How, how are you? Good, thank you. Very good. How are you too? We're very good. You were just um, looking at your cuticle, is that right? Yeah, well, you accused me of texting, and then I said, actually, I was looking at my sore little cuticle and trying to make you feel bad. Cause what is a cuticle? It, you don't know what a cuticle is? Is it a business phrase? Is that, yeah, is, are we about big, to have a business, a business, business meeting? It's a big business phrase, actually. Yeah, about for taxation, women mate? Yeah, very <laughs> I'm important. I'm looking at my cute little cuticle. <laughs> It's how they get women involved in the stock market by calling it a cuticle. (laughs) (laughs) Sexism, 101. Is that what a female version of a cubicle is in an office? (laughs) A cuticle, yeah. 
It's very important women have good nails in business. <laughs> it's very important. So any listeners, any female listeners, tip number one there from Harriet, have good nails. That'll get you to the top. I've got bad nails and that's oh, no. why I'm bad at business. Uh, I would also say, Johnny, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this with pride, but I would assume our, our listenership is predominantly male. I can assume you both have yeah. disgusting nails as well. I looked at mine then and they are pretty, they're, they're not good. They certainly wouldn't yeah. win any Off the bat, I'm saying. <laughs> Unless the competition was like worst fingernails <laughs> and then I'd think I'd be very confident actually. Um, well, uh, I guess that's that's going to be the next episode, isn't it? Johnny enters the worst fingernails competition. I don't know who, who runs it, what the criteria is, but um, maybe we should have done the episode about that. Um, the key thing is we're talking business. We're talking self-help. Uh, Harriet, are you into self-help? I mean, I assume you must be. (laughs) (laughs) I sort of, based on how I, I've known you for many years, you're a great friend, but I assume that you're a real self-help aficionado. Because what? Because you think I'm so together, so I must have done a lot of work on self-help. I think you've improved a lot, Harriet, from when we first met. I think now, I would say that you're now a functioning member of society. Whereas when we first met, I would say that you were not. <laughs> That's a low bar. Yeah, I, I, I would also like to. Well, point I feel out, the same about you. I would like to point out, Johnny, that uh, last weekend I was there as Harriet tried and failed to smuggle her <laughs> own baby into a music festival. <laughs> <laughs> what? I need to hear about this. What happened? I thought babies were allowed at all festivals. Every festival I've been to, there's been a baby. And so it was so embarrassing when I turned up with my baby, ready to go with my ticket in hand. I queued with my baby, then I got to the front of the <laughs> no, ba- no babies allowed in blood- bloodstock. <laughs> it turned out it was an alt-rock festival and absolutely no one under the age of 17, including babies, um, were allowed in. So it was, what you, it you was put, very did, embarrassing. Did you just put your baby in the lost, like the drugs, you know, the anonymity drug thing? Just <laughs> pop her in there. Baby amnesty. Yeah. There's a baby amnesty on the way in. Big old bin. I did genuinely consider like smuggling her in um, or like hopping a fence, which is something I haven't done um, in many years. But um, It shows growth that you didn't know, I think. Yeah, but then I, I nearly took her to another festival um <laughs> you know I was gonna go on Saturday and take a Sean. That one wasn't baby friendly either. Um so luckily I checked the ticket on that one. Um because she couldn't go to that one either. So there's two festivals that your baby has basically been barred on, barred from yeah. in the last week. Yeah, yeah what's I mean, she how, done to how, how much of, how antisocial is this baby? She's a pretty great baby, actually. If you insult my baby, I will fight you. Uh, you've met her. You've both met her. She's an excellent baby. It's the festivals that are very small-minded and just think that babies are going to come and like cause some shit. And actually, <laughs> the babies are what they need. Do you think your baby would have enjoyed the Alt Rock Festival you were thinking of taking? That you she the absolutely would have loved it. Yeah, she had a little flower crown. <laughs> she had a little ear defenders. Like She was ready to go. The best band I saw at that festival were a band called uh, Tropical Fuckstorm. Do you think... Um, <laughs> yeah, they're her favourite. Do you what think you that, your about? baby she would have enjoyed Tropical, tropical Fuckstorm? Fuck Absolutely. <laughs> she loves oh. Tropical Fuckstorm. I still can't hear out of my right ear after seeing them. Well, so, you um, need some baby ear defenders then. You do, Sean. I've you said learn that a lot from her. Years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean should always have baby ear protectors on. That is... That's a new big belief I have. Yeah, yeah. So did you have to turn around and go home then, Harry? Or what did you? Johnny, it was so embarrassing. Um, I genuinely, I haven't been like really embarrassed in a while. I think that my embarrassment threshold has just got so, I'm just like, 
oh, mm. whatever worse has happened, you know, like it, it's so high. But then this was really, I had to like walk away with the baby and then be like, oh, yeah, I really thought babies were allowed. <laughs> and then. <laughs> when you were queuing up, were you getting a few weird looks? <laughs> no, like, I, I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. We queued the whole time, just walked so confidently. <laughs> I really thought babies were allowed, she muttered as she left the site. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt, I think. Get that on some merch. Um, but then, yeah, my um, uh, my brother's girlfriend very sweetly watched her and then my brother came with his dog and I gave them the baby and her. Uh, oh, so you uh, went to the festival? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ditched the baby. Well, because I'd invited people, it was so stressful. And so then my brother's... And then my... I was like to my brother, I was like, yeah, it's mad. They weren't like the baby. And he was like, yeah, Harriet, it's a festival. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the baby's not allowed. Um, so then I went into the festival for a couple of hours. Um, Pop a few pills. And then I left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, you can, you've got to do pills at a festival. But I, I, I sort of understand where you're coming from, Harriet, because I have like images of like babies at festivals. You know, like, like young fe- children. That's yeah. all I imagine at festivals is babies. Is that well, all you imagine? That's only a few. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you understand what a festival is? Just... <laughs> Slipknot playing to a field of sort of one year old. I think the festivals that we tend to do as comedians are very specific types of festival, though, aren't they? Yeah, I think that's it. Maybe they're more family friendly, but then that mm. doesn't make sense because comedy's not really family friendly. So what is happening? Not, last, not my stuff. Not my last stuff. Last summer we did this um, <laughs> festival, and it was um, we were on at twelve p.m. on an open air stage, and they booked us just before the Frozen sing along. Um, so the crowd was just full of um, seven-year-old girls dressed as Elsa, um, just getting ready for the Frozen sing-along, and we um, had to perform stand-up comedy to them. Uh, where, wait, where was this? Uh, Bear... I always think it's called Bear Paw, but it's called Bigfoot. Um, Bear Bigfoot. Paw. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take my baby to Bear Paw. I don't see why this is a problem. Uh, it was Bigfoot Festival last year. I think apparently they lost money, so I don't know if it's happening again this year. Um, Any listeners, if you want to go to a festival, go to Bear Paw. Go to Bear Paw. It has lost money. And Uh, it will continue to do so. You should should know that straight off the bat. That is not a good business. And we're talking good business. Yeah, it was fun, though. I don't know. Yes, sorry. No, I just was trying to defend um, Bigfoot just because I had a nice time. And I think often they don't make money for a while, so... Just wanted to stand Bigfoot up. Bigfoot is a failing business. They, <laughs> no, they, <I> just... <laughs> they got in touch to say they'd wanted to be on this episode. I said, no, you are a poor business. What? We need a, a wise business, business woman like yeah, Harriet yeah. Kemsley. Yes. Exactly. Harriet, what would you say is the best business decision you've ever made? <laughs> Agreeing to do this podcast. Correct. 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 We are currently it. number 88 in the Czech Republic comedy charts. No way. So do they very... have comedy there? Do well, they have comedy offensive. there? They, not only do they have comedy, they have the best taste in comedy out of any European country thus far. Why are you so popular there? Because we're fucking great and because the Czechs dig us. <laughs> the Czechs the Czechs dig us. We have very specific um, kind of dog whistles for the Czech people throughout the podcast. There's been dog four, whistles? There's, yeah, dog whistles. You calling them dogs? No, not directly. I mean, I, <laughs> now that you've brought it up, if the boot fits, but what? What the fuck are you doing, Sean? What the, what the fuck are you doing? We've got a bit of checks of dogs. You're 112 already. 112 checks of dogs. The Czechs are dogs. 
<laughs> every every European country is an animal. Everyone knows that. Czechs are dogs. In the Germans, Chinese way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'm, I'm, I get what it. What do you now. mean the, what, in the Chinese way? Because what are you talking scene, about? The dog scene is like a, a celebratory year. I'm trying to rescue you, saying our number one country are dogs. Which I don't need. Business, I don't need rescuing. Business. I don't need rescuing. Name you me a European country, me. and I'll tell you exactly what animal is widely associated with that country. Lithuania. France. Oh, we went different countries. Lithuania oh. and France. Lithuania, giraffe, France, bear. No, France mouse. France mouse. Absolutely. Oh, sorry, rat, ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that? Did you think there was a mouse in ratatouille? <laughs> We are. Uh, this is the home of witty banter, by the way. I was, the banter has been pretty witty so far. Um, so, Harriet, we're talking business. Um, yeah, big we never got to the bottom of your self help thing. You, you've done a lot of self help. Yes. Read a lot of self help book. Uh, yes. Well, there was a period in my twenties um, when I needed some help um and so i listened to a lot of things and i read a lot of things um i once walked through an airport holding um a book called um how to be a boss bitch (laughs) (laughs) it's quite embarrassing um i listened to um who's that big man um uh the the andre the giant no um sean mclaughlin um no but he's like uh angry but like supportive um, is it me but then he turns <laughs> no it's not you Gordon uh, robbins Ramsey. um uh not tim robbins who's tim the other robbins. one um, it is tim tim what's the guy's name tony robbins tony, tony robbins. robbins oh yeah robbins. <laughs> the most successful self-help person who none of us know <laughs> yeah. on, our, yeah. on this the, the self-help podcast <laughs> um i listened to him once on a way to a gig and it was a really important gig and i was like listening to it and i was so pumped up and he was like just think that things are going well and they will be going well. Like it's all a mindset. And so I was like, right, I just think that things are good and then they'll be good. Um, And then I did the gig and it was like one of the biggest gigs I've ever done. Literally the whole audience was full of like industry people and it went so badly. (laughs) I just kept thinking, I don't understand why it's going badly. Like I'm thinking it's going well, Um, but it turns out sometimes things can just go badly. And I think what happened is I was so on myself in that I was very confident um, that it was um, that was the mistake. Well, I guess it's baffling to the audience if you're clearly dying on your ass and looking incredibly <laughs> confident. Who is this psychopathic woman unable to read any sort of social cues? <laughs> I was just following. I was just. It was going round in my, my head, just like just just keep being confident, and then they'll uh, they'll come on board. And they did not. Just stage um, diving. Yeah. Coming back for an encore. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the stage, going. They wouldn't even let my let me bring my baby up here. <laughs> Because um, yeah. you, I feel like you. Because I've just recently, we have to crack on with the article in a second that I found very. It took me a lot of time to find this article, so we must make sure we use it. Yes, but we must. You have got dyspraxia, Harry. I've just re re got into thinking I have dyspraxia, and oh, uh, you you've re got into thinking you've got dyspraxia. Yeah, yeah. that's it's a very such dyspraxic a strange life. It's such a strange life. I've just re got into uh, Radiohead. <laughs> Like, that's what I do. I'm listening to a lot of Radiohead now. I'm My not, baby like, loves Radiohead. Yeah. Would have loved Tropical Fuckstorm as well. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit mild Radiohead, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> but you've re-got into thinking you have dyspraxia. Well, so I And he keep... goes through stages of thinking he has all sorts of... Like, know, he thinks he doesn't uh, have honestly. a brain or he thinks he doesn't have a tooth. I don't know. And then now <laughs> so, he thinks he has dyspraxia. Honestly, doing this podcast has been 
between you and me, Harriet, one of the biggest mistakes of my life. Can I just yeah. say, was it? I don't know if you know, Sean, but that wasn't between you and Harriet. I don't <laughs> know if you... I, I'm listening. I'm like a German Sorry, spy. Sorry, that is pretty rude, actually. We're having a private conversation there. I said it's between you and me. That's pretty All rude. Right. Harriet, between me and you, Sean is the worst human I've ever met. Like, morally, <laughs> intellectually, he is an absolute... He's beneath contempt, frankly. <laughs> hey, guys, what are you two talking about? <laughs> Just how much fun we're having in this podcast. And we're not at all planning a new podcast that me and Harriet could do together. <gasps> oh, my God. Dyspraxia better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you definitely have dyspraxia, Johnny. Or you I have something. I mean, I don't know what it is. What but is dyspraxia? Is that the one where you, um, is that the one where you accidentally eat poop? <laughs> no, that's Fucking what you up, have. Sean. Yeah, yeah. Well, good that's one, your Harriet. McLaughlin disease. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> You've been dyspraxia, be- the dyspraxia Better podcast truly is the home of of rippy banter that you've ripped me to shreds. I've never um, heard someone say banter as many times as when I've done this podcast. Well, this is the official home of witty banter, you see, so it makes sense that we feel that. <laughs> you, know those dog, get... you know those dog whistles I was talking about to the Czech people? Yeah. Th- that is it, is me just going, this is the home of witty banter. And the checks go, oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that Sean, was in offensive accent, I think. That was bad. I, you are really kicking us in the dick with the Czech people right now. Witty banter, plus, get up hills, duh. I was thinking of saying at the end, check, mate, as a check pun, but I got too giddy and just said it then. Anyway. No, um, we can edit that out if you want. We'll see if it comes in later, Johnny. I'll tell you that. We'll just add it, it at the later. end as well, I think. I'll definitely say it at the end. There's absolutely no way I'm not ending this by saying checkmate. But I said it in the middle too because, you know, I don't care about timelines. Anyway, shall we get on with this wonderful article that I found? <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. Why do you think Johnny has dyspraxia, by the way? Because he can't catch. That's always Have the big sign, isn't Johnny? it? Yeah, I've seen Johnny. <laughs> Quite a damning sentence there. Um, I'm very good at catching, actually. My issue is, the other day... Uh, I tried no. To, I try to put away the laundry. I can't imagine it. I'm better at catching than than you can imagine. I'm very good at catching. I've, had, I, I've caught I STDs. I can't imagine. I've caught... You know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Four so more is years. This, is this Four more years. Level of pure old banter I've come to expect from dyspraxia better. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking how low you've sunk, Johnny Pelham. Um, all right. I thought Harriet had cut out there for a second. Has she? No, I don't think so. Are you I there, Harriet? Still. Oh, how? No, I'm here. Oh, great. Can I you can hear, hear me? you, and I love hearing your voice. That's creepy. Wasn't it? Um, so- <laughs> it just said my internet connection was unstable. Uh oh. Is that is that because of Hello? is that because of dyspraxia? Is that a symptom? Yeah, we both. Yeah, my internet. Harriet, don't take any shit from Sean about being dyspraxic. If he gives you any, just say he's tall and it makes him ever so furious. Yeah, well, Sean moves weird as well. You do move weird. How do I move weird? I do. I move with purpose, so it seems weird to you people. You're always slouched over. It's like something terrible. Your posture would indicate something terrible would happen to you. Yeah, you had to pull a plough or something. You know what? I've really been worried about that with this neck thing. Part of me is like, uh uh-oh, it hurts because I'm... My, the body has decided I'm now like going to be a slouched over person forever. You need I to would... get your um your bra back. Yeah, I need to get my posture bra right. <laughs> Do you, did you have a posture bra? What? What? Honestly, is that meal? Honestly, um, <laughs> look in my late twenties, <laughs> a decision was made for me to try and buy one of those sort of harnesses that help you stand up straight. 
The decision was also made that due to my perilous financial situation, I could only afford the cheapest one on the market. <laughs> Hence, it arrives at the post, and it is basically a sort of titanium-enforced trading bra for, like, 14-year-old girls <laughs> that I forced over my body like a tank top and wore out and occasionally wore to gigs, and it was so tight, and it caused me so much grief... And there were many, there were many, there were, there were a couple of occasions where it was so tight on me that it actually made my armpits bleed whilst I was on stage. So um, let's hope, I, let's hope that these days, let's hope that these days are doing a little bit better in life. And Great as and when I, though. I do have, yeah, I now have killer, I, I have a killer rack as a result of looking after it from, from day this one. This is some of the best news I've ever heard. So you wore like a sports bra to gigs because you're worried about your posture. I would say it was a sports bra. Uh, what's sort of the opposite of a sports bra? It was like sort of, you know, Stranger Things. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's the upside down of a sports bra. Like it makes, it's much spookier and it makes me much worse at, at sports. So it's, <laughs> it looks like a sports bra, but it's dark, it's twisted and it's fucking me up. That sounds great. That's sort of a good uh, thing of what this podcast doing to you too. What? It's dark and twisted and fucking me up. Yeah. <laughs> leave that as a review, please, listeners. Please yeah. leave that as a review. And by the way, the last review we got on iTunes, and I know you're listening to this, right? I know you're listening and say whatever we say you leave as a review, you will leave, because the most recent review on iTunes just said, Jonathan, J- Jonathan Pelham is the best thing I've ever heard. Sean is all right to bish bash bosh, which JP said in the last episode <laughs> as something that people should... Sorry that you have to hear this, Harriet. But now one of you needs to write a review saying, I, I can't remember what I was just saying, but whatever it is I said, rewind it a minute and whatever I was saying. Every now and then I think this podcast's good and then the reality just slaps me in the face. I'm in so much pain. It's causing me a lot of pain just to talk. Really? Why do you think that is? We do need to get to this article because we're half an hour in and I haven't started. But... <laughs> <laughs> but... Also, Harriet just cut out again. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. What if you heard me say I didn't, then I didn't. Oh, logical. <laughs> pure, log- pure logic as always from the Dyspraxia Better team. Oh, I think we should make a podcast, Harriet. Called Dys- Would you like to do that? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Because I think we could pitch it to like BBC or someone as like a sort of disabled and that'd help us get... I yeah. think we should do a podcast. And with the BBC behind us, it'd actually have a chance of doing quite well. So that That's could- a really good idea. And then we can get Sean on and he can talk about his deformed back. That would be great. You can have, you can be there for an episode, Sean. We can be like, God, yeah. he's really tall, and you know, he looks cumbersome, and his life's hard because he's so tall. You know, you can't buy, yeah. a, you can't buy a car with a roof. He only has to buy a sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you can be a really interesting guest on me and Harriet's podcast. Yeah, sure. You get that set up, and I'll come on. <laughs> See, can I just say this is how business works? You go on someone's podcast, and then by the end of the podcast, you have your own podcast. Business. This is business. Nothing this personal, is Sean. This it's is how business. to be a business lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see, she looked at she looked at me and you, Sean, and she thought, "Who do I want to do the pod with? This, <laughs> this gangly fool or this wise, handsome, beautiful man?" And she she picked correctly. <laughs> okay, just get on with the get on with the fucking article. <laughs> so this is nine essential tips for the successfully self-employed, and it is a woman in leadership article. From the Guardian in 2015, from Liz Fraser. Uh, any thoughts on Liz Fraser? I don't know her, but she sounds very businessy. She's a businesswoman. It I sounds am. like a business name, doesn't it? It's not yeah. like yeah, like Linda Sparkle or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's not like that at all, is it? But I wish he, her name was Linda Sparkle. <laughs> Linda Sparkle's business tips. And, How and, to be a successful leader in business for women by Linda Sparkle <laughs> Unicorn Love Fest. Because we had to think about that naming the baby because um, Bobby was like, because I wanted to call her Bambi. And then Bobby <laughs> said, you can't call her anything that won't make her be taken seriously in business. <laughs> these things you can't call a baby sparkle otherwise they won't be a top business bitch I don't know if you are the best um, I've always thought that you and Bobby are a, a brilliant couple but actually that story really illustrates the wide chasm between you because you said I want to call my baby Bambi which is weird <laughs> that's weird it's a, a name for a deer and then Bobby's reaction is no we need her to be respected in business like as if Bobby Mayer who I'm pretty sure doesn't own shoes would say that <laughs> Ah, oh, fun, fun, fun. He owns shoes, they just don't have laces. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, Bambi, I think Bambi, I'd respect Bambi in business. I think, and then you could call her Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that, before I was on the fence, but when you think it's like you could call her Bam Bam, suddenly I'm thinking there's a, there's a million pound idea just in itself. That feels like one of those financial advisors that you get on like um, news channels and their catchphrase would be like, I'm talking, you got to buy in this stock, you got to sell in this stock, bam, bam, you got to do this, you got to do this. So she could be a business lady. It's called, bus- it's called business, it's called Bambi's business. No, it's called business with Bam Bam. Business with Bam Bam. Business with Bam Bam. Bambi's business, Bam Bam. (laughs) Yeah, and then every now and then she gives random facts about staying out in the forest if the shooter's around. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what Bobby said because she had a very tragic backstory. um, And it was maybe unfair because both parents died. And then Bambi's actually a boy. And also, if if you both died, it'd be doubly awful for her because of her name. So she'd be like, God, my parents have died like there. Yeah, like the deer. So those. It do was you probably- do you think? And this is obviously a speculative question. How soon into the finding out do you think she'd be like, "Oh shit!" And my name's Bambi. Do you, do you think mean- it'd be immediate? Same moment, absolute same, same moment. moment. That would be me. I'd be like, oh, "I've just been waiting for this." <laughs> Destiny. It's yeah. like if you were called Titanic. <laughs> like you- <laughs> and then if you sunk, you'd be like, "Of course, of, of course. course, I was going to sink. My name was Titanic." Yeah. Why do I keep riding around these icebergs? <laughs> <laughs> if you were called the Berlin Wall and you just kept falling over. Yeah. And people celebrate. Every time you fell over, it seemed as a great geopolitical moment. Damn it. It's nominative determinism at its best. <laughs> um, all right. So back to the business. <laughs> do we... Because I was wondering, Sean, right, let's have, a, let's have a focused chat now about the content of the pod wider. I don't know if we need this self-help bollocks. Because all we do is talk and then try and bring it back to self. Okay, Johnny, are we going to have? Let's let's just have a private conversation about this, please. Private conversation. Okay. Um. So what? You don't think we need the self-help thing? Well, we've already done like thirty minutes, and um, I'll be honest with you. All I'm going to do is read nine bullet points, and we're not really going to discuss them. Whereas actually, we're just having a lovely time. I'm not having a lovely time. I've learned nothing about business. Do you want to learn more about business? Yeah, I want to learn more about how to be a successful self-employed woman in business. All right, then. Well, number one, behave as if you're at work. That might sound obvious, but a lot of us just slob around when we're self-employed. We don't have um, a boss to guide us. And what you need to do is you need to uh, get an office space or get a space and turn up like you would at work. Do any of you do that? Do you do that, Harriet? That is actually the trick that I have where I trick myself as if I'm going to work. And then I go for a walk. <laughs> then I walk in a circle. And then I go back. 
in the house. <laughs> how you drinks the circle <laughs> when and you how you walk in a circle. Yeah, how you were tricking yourself. Do you, do you do one <laughs> circle and then go, I'm not working? Do you just spin round and round and round and round and round really quickly and it goes whoosh, and then suddenly you're wearing business clothes? Yeah. Every time you're dizzy, you're like, God, I'm it feels like I'm at the office. Case. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of my pajamas. I'm holding a briefcase. I'm ready to go. Coffee in one hand, briefcase in the other. Baby um, on the back. <laughs> Let me into this festival. <laughs> Let me into this festival. I need to do some admin. I'm tricking myself into thinking I'm in the office, actually. Yeah. So do you do do that then, Harriet? Can you unpack what you just said? Because it sounded absolutely insane. <laughs> so you trick yourself into them by by going for a walk in a circle. Yeah, because otherwise it's difficult because you can be like, oh, if you don't have a job to go to, um, which I don't, then it can feel like you have nowhere to go. And so I, I then I just have to trick myself to so leave what, the so, house. So, so you leave the house? Yeah, and then I go on a walk and then I'm like, off to work. Do you say that out loud? I think that's, you, the, that's the important thing I want to know. Do you say on your own, off to work, boop, 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 or do you sort of think say, that? You go, now bye, I'm going back to work. Bobby, another long day in the office. And then I leave and then I go, boop, 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 and then I wave at the postman and I say, good morning, Johnny. Listening to Tony Robbins. Yeah. Good morning. I'm the postman. I'm good the postman. morning. Another, another employee in the system, just like me, both of us at our places of employment. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. And then I go back home again. And does I it do- work? No. <laughs> <laughs> I um I started doing this because you told me that it was a good thing. Like it's fucking out. Yeah, I'm not even joking. I started being like, right, I'm gonna get up and go. You started dooping. I started going doop doop doop, finding a postman, going morning, postman. <laughs> Forgive me, just turning around in a circle here. <laughs> but it doesn't work because the problem is your house is a house. That is, and I've problem. made my house a home. Oh. Wait, you're I saying my, my house home. is a house and yours is a home? I don't feel at home in your house. I don't feel at home in your house. That's fine, you don't need to. Yeah. I feel fact, at home. In fact, I've, I've deliberately, designed, <laughs> <laughs> deliberately designed my house so you don't feel at home. Just loads of obstacles for me to trip over. Yeah, yeah, loads of graffiti, like a painting saying, fuck off, Harriet. It's like, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a perfectly built Crash Bandicoot level that is designed <laughs> to put you off ever coming back. Um, so um, what's the next tip, Johnny? The next tip is be a good boss. Mm. You're self-employed. Will you say that you're a good boss for yourself, Harriet? Well, this is what's difficult when you're your own boss. You have to treat yourself fairly, but also harshly. So you- <laughs> <laughs> it's like you read that from a Tony, like the back of a Tony Robbins pamphlet. I have to treat myself fairly, but also harshly. Did you just call him Tony Robbins? <laughs> is his name Tony Robbins? Yeah, but you call no, him Robbins. Robbins. Yeah, Robbins. Robbins. Well, he's got, you know, after the allegations against him, probably is a bit Robbins, <laughs> eh? Eh? I've got no idea are if there, there are allegations. allegations. <laughs> I, I just assume there are. You know what I mean? Like he's got that. Yeah. There's nowhere he's done well out of the Me Too movement. No, well, I think he was just yelling at lots of women that had been through quite traumatic things. And he was like, just get over it. Mm. <laughs> Tony, if you're listening, you've got to get on the pod. Clear your name with the self-help community. 
Yeah. Um, if you want to tour the Czech Republic, we're the guys to come to. <laughs> we certainly are. Although maybe not after this pod. Fucking hell, Sean. So um, would you say you are a good boss to yourself, Harriet? Do you reward yourself no, well? No, I'm a cruel boss, actually. Are you? Mm. Why? Well, because I'm like, you haven't done enough. You're rubbish. Oh, no. Stop eating all the cakes. <laughs> i tell you what. Should we do a little act out? Because I think, okay. would you, do you think you'd be a good boss in just a regular situation, like at a shop or something? No. I don't either. I think it's how it would be one of the worst. If how it was your boss, you'd you like you'd have to question how this has happened. Well, let's do let's do a little act out. Okay, me, I'm a boss. You're a boss. Me and Johnny. Sure, are your you're employees. late. All right. Well, well, well. <laughs> what's the business? Uh, it's a shop. Okay. Biscuit what? shop. Biscuit shop. Lovely. Biscuit shop. Okay. Cool. All right. So I'm coming uh, in now. Uh, Sean, where have you been? We've run out of dummy dodgers. Dummy dodgers. <laughs> We've run out of dummy dodgers. <laughs> Oh, wow, I guess they are our biggest seller. The beavers are in again. <laughs> I've just been out having a having a cigarette break. Sean, you mustn't smoke <laughs> because it's company policy that you might die young and then we won't get biscuit years out of you. Wait, it's company policy that I'm not allowed to die young? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this you is a biscuit to... shop. What's going on? No. They spend a lot of money keeping you safe. <laughs> <laughs> we own you, the biscuit shop. So if you die, then we don't get your um, your later years. You don't own me. Is it slavery? Are you, are you as a boss? Would you become? Would you be a <laughs> yeah, slave I mean, master? I'd say this is my first question to you, boss. You don't own anything about me, do you? This is just a, a pretty, I assume, quite low paid job, given that I'm just a, a sort of temporary. Sorry, sales why assistant. are you looking at me in the eyes when I'm the boss? <laughs> <laughs> Go stack some biscuits, loser. Which biscuits do I stack? <laughs> Obviously, the party rings. Uh-oh. Um, am I allowed to take any home with me? No. Okay, I quit. I quit. I no, quit. you can't quit. Why? Because I'm the boss. Yeah, So and I have I'm to tell employee. you if you quit. No, but I'm telling you you can't quit. You'll quit when I tell you to quit. I'm going to form a union. How about that? I'm going to form a union for all the people. I don't workers. let you speak to the other employees, so good luck with that. <laughs> Well, I don't need to speak to the other employees because I'll just speak to my union leader and he can speak to the other employees. I am the union leader. <laughs> oh, what? It's an inside job. I don't know what a union is. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone uh, wanted some business tips, there you are. <laughs> Make sure that you threaten to own your employees and you don't know what a union is. Yeah, so we want about slavery, but they produce quite good results for business owners. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was the biscuit industry that really benefited the most from that period in history. But um, um, Harriet, I thought you were very firm with me. I mean, the thing is, yeah, you have... I was surprised. I didn't know I was going to be so firm. Yeah, I know. Um, obviously, I've got a bit of a. I've probably got a bit of a reputation. I'm probably the bad boy of the biscuit shop, aren't I? Yeah, that, that I knew you'd be a bit of a slacker. So I had to be firm. I think Constantly I'm like the... ordering bras to the to the workplace. <laughs> Just, just, I can't bend down to get that. My posture. Is that your impression of me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't possibly get that, that down far that low. My back's so bad. Really good, I do that. a good impression of Sean, but it's a very visual impression, so it's not good for podcasts. I, I'd do it anywhere. Do it anywhere. That was a very good impression. Oh, well done. <laughs> Honestly, you're fucking pathetic. Why have I ever done that? What have I ever done that? On stage. This is you on stage. She's just put, she's just put her foot, foot into the camera, listeners. This is not a joke. I just want to say, if you come and see me live, you're going to get a slick professional performance from a man who now has very good posture. 
What's fun is you have quite bad posture. So imagine if you've not tried on that bra. What do you mean I have bad posture? My posture is fine. On stage, yeah. it's not great because I have to look down all the time because, I'm, as we've always established, I'm very, very tall. Yeah, he is very tall. But how tall are life, you? How tall seven am I? Seven foot one. Seven foot one. Fucking shut up, Johnny. I'm six foot four. And three, three quarter inches. Is that a giant? No, it's not a giant. It is it's a, a giant. It's a medical giant. <laughs> it's, a very, it's actually a very normal Well, fight. you can come on me and Johnny's podcast then in another episode and you can come on, we'll talk about giants. I would yeah. love that. We'll talk about giants, giants with Sean we'll McLaughlin. We'll get you, we'll it get would be great. Hagrid. We'll get Hagrid. Hagrid. <laughs> it would be great to talk to a few giants on there <laughs> and ask them what it's like to be a giant as someone who does not know what it's like to be a giant. Yeah, that would be our role and your role would be to yeah. tell us about what it's like to be a giant. Johnny, if you say I'm a giant one more time, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm going to feed my phone bum all the way up to fucking Manchester. You're not far off being a giant, though, are you? Like, how many... A pair of heels. You're a pair of heels away from being a giant. Six foot four is a very normal height for normal Absolutely people. Absolutely not. Of course it is. No. I'm not six foot five. I'm not a freak. I'm six <laughs> foot six four. Fi- six five a giant. No, six four is... Six five is freaky. Six four is still... You're a normal person. You can go... Yeah, Sean's still technically normal. I think we can all agree that technically... Sean is normal. What's the next business tip? Get paid. This feels quite <laughs> key. <laughs> Number three is get paid. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, if anyway, let's not get into it too much. But basically what she's saying is that um, you have to write a lot of invoices when mm. you are mm-hmm. um, self-employed, which is, I tell you what, I've just done some invoicing today. So, excess you know malarkey. I just learnt... Um, after this could be anything. Years. This could be absolutely anything. You, what have you just learned, Harriet? After 10 years of being self-employed, that you're not meant to restart the invoice number every year, that you the numbers go up. i tell you what I've just learned. You're meant to have invoice numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I put any I numbers just, um, on my invoices. You I mean think like- I, I have an invoice reference, which I, I don't think I use a number. I just use a reference. I don't use either. I think if, if I ever get like, if HMRC ever come knocking at my door, I have nothing. But the thing is, why would I pay myself so little? If, but I've got, no, I've got no records, really. What are your, they'll, what's take your, your rec- they'll take your glasses. Yeah, oh, that would be a nightmare. I'd never be able to find all the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking your glasses, the only thing worth anything. <laughs> We're taking your spot on the Failing Better podcast <laughs> until, fu- until further notice. <laughs> A tax my- officer. I'm doing the show with a tax officer who has a brilliant way with words. Yeah. yeah, there's no way you can make such a loss on your podcast. This must be you avoiding tax. After one episode, he's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Harriet, what's your bookkeeping practice? How do you keep? How do you keep all your receipts? So I have a, um, I don't know if you know of it, a program called Pages. Mm. Um, and then every time I have to write an invoice, I change the words on it <laughs> and I send it out. And then I go back. I've actually stopped taking keeping receipts um, about six years ago because I mm. found it very boring. It and is. I thought you could just see it all online. Yes, I agree. The but thing I is, I think if you get audited, it is trouble. a much trickier process. Yes, yeah, so I um, just got to not get audited. Who gets audited these days? I've heard of some people get audited. Anyone you, anyone you know, Johnny, got audited? 
No one I know. If I get honest, I I think I I'd fail because I I don't I generally don't cheat. Sure you'd fail. Is then, that it's, it's not a pass or a fail? <laughs> no, it is. Not, it's, like, it's not a driving test. You're what getting happens, audited. What happens if you get audited and you just don't have any rec- like I could show them my like um, bank account transactions, but that's literally all I've got. That's what I have as well. That'd yeah. be enough, I think. For do you think that'd be enough? Days. I think so. I I because so. receipts, it's just exhausting. You just have a receipt and then another receipt and then and yeah. And it's also, it's like, like guys, this is stolen money anyway. Like, what am I supposed to do? I can't put it in my bank. Yeah, this is from drugs, obviously. Yeah, so. this is from drugs. I'm trying to get a baby into a music festival. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the law. <laughs> Um, what's your next tip then, Johnny? Banish guilt. Banish oh. guilt. Banish uh, it. Get rid of guilt. If you have murdered anyone, you're feeling sorry about that. Just get rid of it. Guilt is wrong. Basically, what they're saying is, when I'm at work, I feel guilty about not being with my children. When I'm with my children, I feel guilty about not doing my work. It's a classic lose-lose situation, and so many, so so many of us do it. So stop doing it. When you work, work. When you don't, don't. Are you good at that, Harriet? Having a new baby into your life. I just try and take her everywhere with me, but as we know, that reaches um, problems. Uh, At music festivals. But other than <laughs> that, I imagine festivals. it's all right. Yeah, music no. festivals where I, sh- I assume you spend most of your nine to fives. <laughs> that's where I work, yeah. Um, I, yeah, you. that's it. You just feel guilty. But the thing is, if I didn't feel guilty, I wouldn't get anything done. So it's a difficult... So are you? Are, it sounds like you're led by quite a negative thought process and feelings yeah. of shame and guilt. Led by fear and guilt and. But they can be quite motivating factors, can't they? Because I feel like I'm too. Mm. I'm just plod along quite merrily and get absolutely fucking nothing done. So maybe I need a bit more shame and guilt. Mm. Maybe mm. I'll try and put my shame on you. Great. No, it's not a work. I'll just call you and shame you, like all the things I think about myself, and then I'll motivate you, and then I'll feel a bit better. That would be quite that. Can we, can we have a little act out, actually, on that? I'd actually be really curious to know how both of you would react to that. Um, all right, so what's that? It'd be a good so kind of, uh, it'd be a sort of a teaser for uh, Dyspraxia Better as well. All right, this is Dyspraxia okay. Better, everyone, coming so to, I'm, coming to I'm, BBC Sounds in the fall. <laughs> I'm just calling your phone, Johnny. Um, oh. Oh, wait, I can't call your phone because you lost your phone. I did lose my phone quite recently. That is and true. I don't have your number. Oh, sorry. That, that's a, a taster of failing of a dyspraxia <laughs> part. Okay. Well, I, 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 let me tell you something. I am not, not only am I not worried, I'm actually <laughs> looking forward to the day that your role is replaced by a tax officer <laughs> on this podcast. That, that is the problem. We'd lose our phones so often, Harriet. With that, we'd yeah, be, it'd be really hard to do like weekly dyspraxia yeah. betters, wouldn't it? Because we'd, we'd fall over all the time. Or we'd get lost on our way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to, the, to our laptops. Sorry. I got lost by the stairs again. <laughs> I can't do the podcast. I've got my... Uh, each of my hand is stuck in a separate toaster. Uh-oh. Imagine having two toasters. Imagine having two toasters. Crazy. The queen of business herself. There are still things that she cannot achieve. Yeah. How much money would you have to have, Harriet, to go, I need a second toaster? Oh, it wouldn't even occur to me. How much toast would you think you'd be eating? Well, you can well, get a four. Have you got a two or a four, Harriet? You know what? I don't know. What? How often That's are you... That's the weirdest <laughs> answer to that question. You don't know. Is it? Can you do two slices or can you do four slices? Oh, my fucking God, Harriet. Do you have a toaster? <laughs> Do you have a toaster? <laughs> I'm honestly... Yeah, I have a toaster, but... 
And how many slots? Hard to are imagine. There? <laughs> what do you mean it's hard to imagine? <laughs> how many slots are there? Say you're making a sandwich, or you're making like some toast. Why would it use a toaster if I was making a sandwich? What? Right, that'd be crazy. Yeah, Johnny, you really, you really do. You really blew the blew the pooch there. I did. God say you're God. making a roast dinner. <laughs> no, no. How many chickens? <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many potatoes could you pop in the old toaster? No, but do, it has two slots or four slots. Did you not hear me? I don't know. I, I don't. We, no, I don't believe you. I don't believe you that you don't know. Come on. As someone with probably dysfunction, I can understand how you wouldn't remember that sort of thing, have you? How many do you I, have, Johnny, in your toaster? Do I two have or two. Four? I only know that because Sophie has an obsession with buying new toasters. <laughs> What every, the hell? T- every time I walk into my kitchen, there's a new toaster. I just got it goes with the decor. And it, how have we got through this many toasters? <laughs> how many toasters do you think you're on in this in the last calendar year? I, I would say four. No, four. Minimum. No, That's such a waste. That's so wasteful. What do you do with the old ones? She gives them to uh, family members who have become temporarily homeless. <laughs> That's what I'm to the last one anyway. Great. She's a good woman. So then, mock that, mock that one, don't you? you I think giant. two. I think two. Two slices. Because I'd know if I had four. (laughs) She'd know it. If you if you had four, you'd 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 bloody. You're doing all right, I think. If you have four, you know, like I think that's only for the very like very wealthy. If you have four, is that right? You got four. I've got a four slice toaster. What the fuck? That is right, ladies and gentlemen. The great twist, the heel turn at the end of the episode, Mr. Sean McLaughlin, the man you love to mock. Oh, he used to wear a back brace. (laughs) He's so tall. He doesn't even have dyspraxia. Well, they may be true, but I've got four sweet, clean, efficient slots in the old toaster. And yes, my wife, when I pulled it out, did say, are you sure you're mad enough for a four-slice toaster? (laughs) And I had to sort of push past that horrible feeling as she shouted at me in curries for saying it was too big for our kitchen and it was wasteful. But now I enjoy four slices of toast, breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> no, you don't. You would never eat four slices of toast. I eat. I like. Eat, I eat 12 slices of toast every single day. No. Four for breakfast, four for lunch, four for dinner. <laughs> That's all I eat. Well, it just goes to show if you work hard, you too can be that successful at business, listeners. You can, look, use your toaster as motivation every time you walk into your kitchen. If you're like us, dweebs with a two toaster, look at it, hate yourself, and think one day I might be able to afford four if I work as hard as Sean has, and also buy a bra, particularly if you're a man. Four is good because you can get four pieces of toast done at the same time. That's exactly. why. <laughs> exactly. 100% have it. No one's ever, no one's ever <laughs> spoke so clearly about the benefits of the four toaster. No, because four is often good. you have you two you... and then you're waiting for the other two. Yeah, that's li- yeah. Five, four is so good. Again, you're nailing it. You should work for toast, <laughs> toasting companies. To you really should work sell. for toast. Sean <laughs> <laughs> should work for toast. He's eating 12 a day. You, you t- your, t- your podcast is going to fail so bad. What, um, um, what, what do you think is the most slices <laughs> in a toaster? Like in a, in a I think there must be an eight. Toaster? There must be an eight. No. There. there must be an eight. I reckon there's a 32 out there somewhere. Fuck No, because it's so wasteful. Because what if you just wanted one piece of toast and then you had to put all 32 down? Well, I, I tell you what it is with mine is you you put them down two at a time. You can do that oh, on my... Oh, oh, yeah, I've oh, seen you them You have like a great that. toaster. Well, maybe... Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, I, I feel like Sean's showing off quite a lot now. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've been made I've been made the scapegoat for a lot of the foibles of this episode, and I really wanted to let you all know I've got a quality toaster, and if you follow at FailingPod on Twitter, I'll be posting a photo of the toaster every day, all day, in in honour of our Queen, Queen Elizabeth II. And to anyone Until joining... the day she dies. <laughs> in which and... case you will see a photo of the of that toaster in the River Thames as a tribute. <laughs> With Sean following him behind, because there's no point living without Lizzie. Johnny, did you know that if the Queen dies, then you can't do comedy? Uh, I did not know that. What do you mean by that? <laughs> this podcast, not, this podcast is going to be absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to do stand-up on the day. Because oh, can you not tell any it's jokes? For four days. Four days afterwards. You comedy stops. Performances. Everything stops. I think but it depends still if be your gigs, gigs are classed still as comedy gigs. or not. <laughs> yeah, my, mine's often seen as spoken word. Often I'm doing a sad play. To, so I can, I'll just be like, I'm just doing a sad play about Lizzie. Um, yeah, that might be fine. No, everything has to stop. I'm I up for a dying relatively soon. Because do you get do you get like a big holiday then? Is it like a week off we'll get? Yes, yeah, I don't know. But I think it's yeah. Everyone has to wear black, and you have to. Um, they can't make you wear black. You have to like. Also, they're um, not. If you do a gig, no one's gonna. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Like what? What are they gonna arrest you? No, it'll be like underground gigs. Yeah, alcohol is you can't drink. <laughs> is this where's this coming sugar. from? Fact? Can I fact check these a series <laughs> of remarkable <laughs> remarks you're making? <laughs> it feels like you're the guest on like a totally different <laughs> podcast. Like you're. you're <laughs> No alcohol. <laughs> no underground gigs. Alcohol. No drinky. Queen dead. I'm just trying to get my baby into this comedy king. I don't care about Lizzie. Right, Johnny, we've got we've got we've got to wrap this up soon. Let's um let's get a few more business tips that Harry uh, can use works. Please, Johnny, focus. I'm focused. I'm determined yeah. and I'm gonna improve my productivity by twelve percent with this next <laughs> tip, which is use work speak. This woman learned this very late in the game, but here are some career savers. And rather than saying I'm picking Ellie up from school, who's presumably this person's daughter, say I am in a meeting from three thirty to four thirty. Instead of saying Jake is throwing up and can't go to school for three days, I am on annual leave. Do you ever tell these white lies to make your work life easier, Harriet? Harriet? Um... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't understand the question. I would say without any shadow of a doubt, the worst guest we've ever had on this show. (laughs) Harriet, he says that about everyone. Oh my God! And there's not a guest he hasn't insulted. You're the worst guest. Oh, you're the worst guest, and you're your own guest. Yes, very profound. Too tall for pods. Very clear. Harriet once again ridicules and smashes. There should be a height limit on podcasts. Oh, the birds are getting real. Yeah, baby. How do you like that, Sean? You crying into your toaster yet? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna turn it on. Cry into it. What a death. I mean, the saddest way to commit suicide. <laughs> and just as you die, the toaster pop up. Like, <laughs> I use work speak a lot in my day-to-day life. Like, I'll, sometimes I'll be on a date, like, with my wife, and be like, hey, I need to go have a 45-minute meeting in the toilet immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that should be the official noise of this podcast. <laughs> 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 Why did they say that? <laughs> 
I think oh. we probably have to stop now just because I'm having so much fun, Harriet. You're such a warm, wonderful person. <laughs> but um, I think we were over. Why are you laughing? Massively. Why is that funny? Sean's laughing when you say I'm a warm, wonderful person. Sean hates vulnerability. Sean hates vulnerability. <laughs> it's, not the, the, it's fine. I just thought it was funny the way you said it. I think it's the delivery made me laugh. I find Johnny a very captivating comedy performer. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What's Finally, some goddamn was respect. In the heart. Sean struggles with vulnerability. We've talked about Sean can't be vulnerable. Sean, try and be vulnerable now. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Try, try and be, be vulnerable. vulnerable. Yeah, say Sean can't be vulnerable. Sean can't even wear a t shirt. Sean can't wear a t shirt, the stupid idiot. Be vulnerable, Sean. Come on. Too vulnerable. Um. So what's, what, what does that mean? I don't even... What are you talking about? You have about? to be honest. Be vulnerable, Sean! Yeah, be revealing. I feel, be how about, I feel vulnerable now because you two are shouting at me. That's vulnerable. You're that making me good. vulnerable. Yeah, that good. is yeah, well done. And how do you feel? Feel like shit. Feel like pure shit. Great. You want to talk wow, about this more? So- no, I want to go have a meeting in the, in the freaking toilet for 25 minutes. <laughs> you stop being vulnerable. You should want to tell us about it. I don't want to tell you anything. Tell does me it about- remind you of anything from your past? Um... Mm, no, don't really remember much about my past. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to like just answer these things quickly, who do you dislike more, mum or dad? Look, I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Quick fire therapy. <laughs> who do you dislike more, mum or dad? I mean, what a loaded question. Well, I thought you could, we could get, we could have made a few breakthroughs then. We could have worked out yeah, why. Yeah, that, that was good. That was sneaky, Johnny. Thank you. I'm a I've already made, man. I've already made my breakthroughs today in the world of business. Oh, thanks what? to Harriet. Harriet, you, you are truly welcome. Are, uh, a genius businesswoman. Um, oh my God. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Is there anything you're doing? Obviously, our <laughs> podcast in, a, in in the fall, and also your um your entrepreneurial pursuits. Yes, yes, all my big businesses. Uh, got a teapot out soon um, <laughs> and a tour. <laughs> so, if anyone. Do you, do you know what business is? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a teapot out soon. <laughs> big business. Uh, yeah. Millionaires. It's... So, where's your. T- is it going to Czech Republic? Because that's really the only place we can I help. I don't know. It's going to Edinburgh and then around the UK and then. Who knows if someone? Wait, the thing is, I don't. What are the names of the country of the like cities in Czech Republic? Prague. No. That's the only one I know. I think. Do you know any other? This is bad, isn't it? I've never been to Prague. I would like to go to Prague. So. What's your something... favourite thing about Czech Republic now? If you would just quickly summarise it for us, Harriet. <laughs> um, it's probably the people. The people. I also am a big fan of the people. Yes, and the um, wildlife. What, what and what sort of wildlife do they have in the Czech Republic <laughs> that you particularly like seeing frogs? You like frogs, frogs is it? Yeah, yeah. Famous Czech frog <laughs> hopping away in Prague. <laughs> nothing, nothing better than that. Nothing better than that. Uh, Harriet, one of the best comedians in the world, I think. Jeff, definitely one of my favourite comedians. Sounds sarcastic. No, I was being serious. Well, I think you're incredibly funny, Harriet. I think you're wonderful. I think the only thing. That is better than your comedy is your personality, which is truly wonderful. Um, I think your I think your comedy is significantly better than your personality. <laughs> Thought? Well, oh. what, what would you, you rather, rather be? Have? Yeah, a good a good comedian or a good person? Oh, definitely good comedian. 
Really? Well, then I've got some bad news for you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. I I don't know. It feels like... What do you... What would you rather be? Right, you get to sell out a 2,000-seat tour, but you have to... um, what do you have to do that's not too awful? You have to kick a dog in the face once a week. What are you doing? No, I see. I couldn't do that. Easy. Just go to the Czech Republic for I can take your pick. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? You've got a self-destructive streak in your shot. No, we're just, I mean, yeah, we actually I'm saying it is a country known for its dogs and frogs. <laughs> and other thing that rhymes with ogs. Hedgehogs. Ogs. Hedgehogs. Pogs. Togs, um, logs, lots of logs. I don't I'm know, on, I, the I've, time. I've taken a great, a great amount of painkillers, so I don't really know what I've said. But I, I do mean that. I think Harriet's one of the best comedians in the country. She's currently uh, trying to get something off her hair, so I guess we'll uh, we'll leave the interview there. Harriet, um, she's going on <laughs> um, tour. Uh, check out her website, I guess, for days. Yeah, HarrietKemsey.com. And um, yeah, you, you two are such. Um, you're very stupid boys, but you're very sweet and uh, very funny comedians. I'm very glad you've got a little pod to keep you busy and <laughs> get it's everybody. undermining. You should have stopped. It, as it went on longer and longer, it became, I'm beginning to feel really hollow and, and sort of shit inside. Anyway. I suppose that the real question is, Harriet, and we'll, we'll yep. leave you on this, uh, yep. are babies allowed to your show? Absolutely not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wowie. But still come. If you bring a baby, still come into the performance. Just find some way to sort of get rid of your baby. You know, get a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, anyway, we like to do a thing at the end of every episode with a guest where basically I say my name, Johnny says his name, and then you'll say your name, Harriet. And then we go, together we are failing better. All at the same okay, time. Okay. Do you think that's a good idea? Would you like to do that with us? I'll do it, but I don't know if it's a good idea. It's, it's always a idea. good idea. Okay. Yeah. I'm Sean McLaughlin. I'm Johnny Pelham. I'm Harriet Kemsley. And together, together we, we are feeling better. Thanks, Harriet. Thank you. Thanks, guys. A podcast from producerpaul.co.uk. No. I think look, let's let's never let's never take for granted that it's gonna work when it's on three. <laughs> I believe mean, in us. It can't. It can't. I mean they it couldn't be three stupider people. It is a tricky. It's a tricky dynamic. Imagine All right, if we were a girl band. Shut the shut. Honestly, shut the fuck up, you two. I, I have to do this to, intro. I would love to be a girl band with you. All right, shut up, guys. <laughs> right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.